going on, guys? It's Seth back with another Defense Wins Fantasy Podcast, part of the Fantasy Holics Podcast Network. And boy, oh boy, are the playoffs here. Last week we went through some win and end guys that you might need to get you over that hump. And dare I say it, we did pretty darn good with massive hits with Josie Jewell, who in most scoring formats was the number one linebacker on the week. Sam Hubbard had another sack as predicted. Jerry Jacobs out of Detroit had a monster game at safety. Whitehead was absolutely admirable. And Chad Muma didn't play, so you, but you wouldn't have hurt yourself if you if you had saw that before the game. So that one was a little bit of a, a tough one. But he didn't play, so you can't get the, the stats if you're not playing, obviously. But at least you knew. The only one that really was a little bit of a letdown was Dorrance Armstrong for the Cowboys. Only a couple uh, assisted tackles there. But we're going to keep it going because we're in playoff mode. And if we're streaming defense at this point and we're flying by the seat of our pants, we're going to keep it going. You know, We're just going to figure it out as we go. So this week, a little bit more depth to choose from because you got guys that are probably picking up some people for the future. So let's go ahead and start out with some linebackers. Number one on this list this week is Jerome Baker for the Miami Dolphins. This guy the last two weeks has started to really put down some points. He's not had his best year. since you know He actually has been really stellar the last few years, and this year has been a little bit more of where have you gone situation. The offense has been better there, so they've been on the field more, but the last few weeks that hasn't been the case. And this week they're going up against the Buffalo Bills. Last time the Jerome Baker played against the Bills, which was week three, he had his only other really monster game of the season. I expect a lot of tackles. They were having him spy Josh Allen last game. I expect something of the same nature to be there. And if this defense is you know, running another 80, 90 plays out there, the opportunity is just going to be there to have all of the tackles. So I expect Jerome Baker to be in the top 10 on linebackers by the end of this week just because of pure volume play at this point in time. Next guy I'm going to talk about, Caden Ellis for the Saints. Once again, this is a only if Pete Warner still doesn't play, but it's not looking good for him again this week with that ankle. Caden Ellis has came in and just became the tackle, tackle hoss for this Saints team. He had one slightly down game before the bye. Not worried about it. This uh, matchup with the Falcons should be great. They're starting a young rookie quarterback this week. Opportunity for that guy to hold on to the ball too much. Caden Ellis is also known to get some sacks. He'll be in pass coverage. Hopefully he has an errant throw, some sort of a big play I'm expecting out of Caden Ellis this week that's going to get you to the next round of the playoffs. Because at this point in time, We need some boom players, right? You need somebody that's going to come out there and explode off the stat sheet on your defense so that you have just an absolute advantage on your team. The next guy that we're going to talk about, I will say, is one of the ones that is probably a little bit more of a risk. His name's Monty Rice for the Tennessee Titans. Listen, he had a dozen tackles with seven solo, and... uh, last week and with David Long and Zach Cunningham both on IR he's gonna have the opportunity 
to get the tackles. Now, he's never really been a big proactive tackle guy. <clears throat> we have to understand, though, that ability at this point might be null and void. It's all about having the opportunity. And he had a great showing. He had, like I said, a dozen, you know, 12 tackles. And something that um, you need to really look at is even if you don't move on, this is a guy that I might even grab and just hang on to for the offseason because both Long and Cunningham could be out of there next year. They could, you know, be cap casualties if this team is looking to go in a new direction. Monty Rice shows himself a little bit here down the stretch because he's going to get the opportunity. The fact of the matter is, is that if you're stretching for somebody, you got some injuries at the linebacker position, Monty Rice might be the answer to those questions. Now moving on to defensive linemen. Going to go back to that Dolphins-Buffalo game with A.J. Epinesa. Listen, this guy is having a bit of a coming out party. He's playing across from Gregory Rousseau. Von Miller's out. Epinesa is getting after the quarterback and getting after him often. The benefit here is, once again, the Dolphins' tackle situation is not ideal. Nick Bosa burned him for three sacks. He got beat up last week. The fact of the matter is, is that Teron Armstead is not 100%. He had a sprain or a pulled pectoral muscle, sorry. And that is not something that you're going to be able to just hold on to people with or or really kind of stiff arm the bull rush. A.J. Epinesa is going to be able to get up and around him. And on the other side, Snell is, you know, second string and not looked great at times. This defense is for real, and I think they're really going to get after Tua in that, that offense this week, and Epinesa is going to be one of the guys leading the charge. Because he's came on late, because of the Von Miller situation, he's most likely still out there. He might have got picked up this week because he's had a couple solid run weeks here in a row, but it's definitely a guy, if he's out there, you want to grab. Now let's talk about my boy from Detroit, James Houston. This, this story is, first off, it's fantastic. I love it. But it's just crazy. All this dude does is get to the quarterback. Six-round pick. You know, they took they took Hutch, number one, you know, their number one overall pick. And this dude in the sixth round has four sacks in the last three weeks. Those are the first three games of Houston's career. I'm not saying this isn't a risky play to put him in there. But if you're looking at, if you're like the last seed in the playoffs, you're looking up at the number one seed, the number two seed, and you're just like, I need something that's going to just absolutely give me a, a you know, rocket ship chance to get up there. James Houston might be your guy if you if you get high, you know, high points for for sacks. Now, listen, he only had nine defensive snaps against Minnesota. It's only had 26 snaps in the last three weeks. But to say this guy shouldn't be rostered, I mean, he's got to be. And maybe, once again, maybe it's going to, you grab him, you don't feel comfortable about playing him, but he's a guy that you keep for next year because there's something special about this man. And he 
is going to earn himself some playing time because anybody that can get to the quarterback consistently in the NFL is going to have a place on somebody's defense. So James Houston out of Detroit. Skies, it's a shoot for the stars kind of player, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do that. When you're the underdog in the playoffs, go for the gusto, buddy. And that takes us to our final defensive lineman of the week that we're going to talk about. This is Arden Key for the Jaguars. Now, Trayvon Walker had a great first quarter against the Texans, or sorry, the Titans, and uh, but then he got an ankle injury. Probably not anything significant, but with a team that is pretty much not really in the playoff hunt and has their top guy, he's probably going to be out at least a week to try to make sure he stays healthy. Key's the guy that's going to pick up that passing down work, you know, and you can say what you want about him, but Arden's always had some good pass rush ability. He hasn't became the player they, you know, that people thought he was going to be out of college, but he's got the ability to get to the quarterback. And they're playing they're playing Dallas this week, which isn't probably the best setup for him to be successful. But that and again, Dallas didn't look too great against Houston last week. There's going to be the opportunity. You just are getting somebody that isn't on a team right now that's going to have a starting defensive role. So if you're in the if you're in the need for somebody to get you some opportunities, you know this guy had a sack, two quarterback hits, a fumble recovery, and four tackles. But really, he's uh, he's a consideration if you're not in ideal shape at edge. I wouldn't say that he's a guy that's going to explode onto the scene, but he's got the opportunity to do something. So if you if you need somebody that's not going to goose you, I think Arden Key's a guy this week that has that capability. Now, finally, let's get to the D backs. Now, this is where I really think we can make some make some hay this week. I think that if you're gonna shoot for the moon, you're gonna have that game that's gonna jumpstart you. It's gonna come from the D back situation here. Because there's some guys we're going to talk about that I just I think we're going to have some opportunity. First one is a teammate of Arden Key. That's Andre Sisco for the Jacksonville Jaguars. See, he's coming back from injury. He hasn't played since November. They're playing against Dallas, who's been you know throwing the ball, having pretty solid offense, going to be out on the field. There's going to be plenty of opportunities to make plays this week. He's had some monster games this year, and coming back from injury, I just I feel like this is going to be his week to really explode onto the scene, really have something that's you know maybe it's an interception, maybe he's going to get to the quarterback on a on a blitz. He's going to have some big play, but he's also going to have a nice baseline of at least five tackles this week. Cisco's the guy for you to grab. He's been injured, so he's probably available. Go grab him, start him. And let's see what happens. Next guy I want to talk about is Rodney McLeod for the Colts. He's a consistent tackler. He's picked up some work because they've had injuries. Vikings are going to, they're playing the Vikings. They're going to be throwing the ball. Kirk Cousins has been a little bit risque with the ball this year, but he's been chucking it up there. McLeod's going to have an opportunity to get some tackles off some passes some tackles off some run game because he's got some solid run defense as well. 
He was coming off a of bye week, so he's most likely available in your leagues. He's not a guy that has been just outside, you know, out of this world. But once again, sometimes you just need a dude that's not going to goose you. Maybe this is a guy that I think we're going to get double-digit points out of with the opportunity to get into, you know, high teens, low 20s with some big playability, you know, if, you're, if your league scores big plays significantly. But Rodney McLeod, I think, is going to be on the field a lot. He's going to have the opportunity to get a lot of points this week. Now I've got a guy that you, if you're needing a Hail Mary, if you're just needing some sort of bang-for-your-buck situation, and this is Vernon McKinley, he could be your Hail Mary savior this week. So on the Miami Dolphins, which I didn't expect you to know that, so he's playing against the Buffalo Bills, pass-heavy offense. He's taking over for an injured Eric Rowe at safety who took over for an injured Brandon Jones safety. McKinley will play in the in-the-box safety. He'll be on the field a ton. The last two games that the uh, the last two games this year and the last two games that they played against the Bills, if that's told us anything about the defensive play setup, they're going to be on the field for 80, 90 plays. Vernon McKinley is not on anybody's team right now. I guarantee it. You've got a 39-man league or something like that. But he is a guy that's going to get the opportunity. Eric Rowe had seven tackles and a sack last week. McKinley's just going to be around the ball, and he's probably not very good at coverage, so he's going to have people catching the ball, and all he has to do is tackle them. But that's the guy that if you need a Hail Mary, you get smoked to, you know on Thursday night because he's got some 49ers out there doing some work, and you're like, crap, I have to make a significant comeback. Don't go with the safe guy that's going to get you 5, 10 points, and you know it. Go for a guy that, hell, could get you 15 to 20. Now he could get you 5 or 2 or 1 or 0. But it's the playoffs, baby. We got to go for it. You'll know by kickoff where you sat with the earlier Saturday games and where you sat with the Thursday night game to know if you need to go for something a little wild, a little dangerous. But with that being said, that's where we're at, guys. Playoffs time. Got to go crazy. Got to take that risk. It's all or nothing. So that's all I got for this week. We'll see you next week. Good luck in the playoffs, boys and girls. Let's see you next week. And remember, you're moving on in the playoffs because defense wins fantasy. We'll see you next week.